Welcome, my friends, to today's meeting. Today, we'll be talking about the word unlimited. What does unlimited mean? When you hear the word limit, what exactly comes to mind? The dictionary defines the word unlimited as not limited or restricted in terms of number, quantity, or extent. It's very easy to limit ourselves. My question to you is, how could you limit yourself in the most efficient way possible? What limits you? What limits you from taking action on that thing you've decided to do, that goal you've decided to achieve? Those in the world of athletics often blame height or something else but still people will break records even people of that height some of the best minds would have been labeled with something limiting today such as einstein when you think about albert einstein did you ever realize that he was told he would never amount to much but yet, at the age of 26, Einstein, a patent clerk at the time, emerged with a couple of scientific papers that were absolutely mind-blowing. Those would eventually be considered products of an extraordinary creative mind. So how does that match the image of the young Albert Einstein who was labeled as dull, dyslexic, even autistic by a number of today's experts. You see, it takes confidence and courage to acknowledge there might be limits to what we can achieve based on how we are perceived. Not everyone is perfect. Everyone struggles with something, but it's the people who are willing to take an honest look at their weakness who consistently grow stronger. Only in identifying your limits can you stretch yourself and redefine what is possible. This quote from Einstein, I asked a friend of mine, what do you think this quote truly means? Einstein said, once we accept our limits, we go beyond them. And that friend told me Einstein is really saying once you acknowledge your limits and you know what they may be, you should be innovative in finding a way to go beyond them. And that's really what Einstein is saying. So my question to you is, have you acknowledged whatever a limit might be? in your life? And if so, what are you doing to be innovative, to go to that next level, to truly understand that you have the ability to go beyond any limits? Someone once said, you are your biggest obstacle. A lot of times we are our limit. We limit how we see ourselves. But I would like you to re-engineer your thinking, my friend. 
and think about being unlimited in how you perceive yourself. It's all in the mind. It's all in how you see yourself. Have you ever felt the pressure to do more as a leader? Let me let you into a secret from John C. Maxwell, my mentor. What if by taking steps to increase your capacity to think and your capacity to take action, you at the same time increase your confidence in your ability to be, do, and have all the things you dreamed of? I'd like you to journey with me to watch a video about Unlimited. Are you ready? Let's go. Quiet your mind for a moment. Let me ask you one thing. What limits you? Athletes blame strength, height, or the unalterable nature of genetics. Yet this very year, someone will break an unbreakable record. Some cite a lack of mental prowess. You're bad at math or a slow reader, perhaps. Even so, some of the greatest minds in history would have been labeled learning disabled. Maybe your parent was ill-equipped to encourage you or buy you the right sneakers in junior high. Trivial as it may sound, it was a big deal then, and it may still be a mountain in your mind's eye. Napoleon Hill reminded us that whatever the mind believes, it can achieve. If that is true, and it is, what happens to the labeled child who believes they can never learn? What happens to a short basketball player who believes height is a limitation? What about the child, now adult, who had a lacking parent? Is that life's limitation? If you believe any one of these things, then yes, you are limited. These and many more are your self-limiting beliefs. If you quiet yourself long enough to dig, you'll find some. And that, my friend, is good news. Find those limiting beliefs and say out loud, the limits are off. They no longer serve me. Believe today that your dreams and goals are not only worth chasing but attainable because you are truly unlimited. Take confidence in the fact that the source of all potential will reveal the doors and pathways you must follow to accomplish what you believe you can accomplish. Belief drives behavior. New, unlimited beliefs about your potential can drive new behavior, new awareness, and new results. If you're going to believe something and reap a harvest, you might as well pick the belief that grows into something beautiful. All right, my friend. So that is unlimited. I want to invite you to begin to say to yourself, the limits are off. They no longer serve me. The limits are off. I will expand and exceed beyond them. So for the next few minutes, I want you to think about what goals or dreams you have. Think about what's possible when you let go of your limitations. Another case in point two heroes of mine, Jobs and Was, are prime examples of blowing the lid off the limits. Steve Jobs was once told, hey, kid, we don't need you. You haven't even got through college yet. These two gentlemen on the screen 
Jobs and Woz both approached different companies at the early stages of their career and they were turned down. In fact, when Jobs and Woz presented their ideas about computers and technology to Atari and HP, the rejection was immediate. They didn't even waste time telling them no. But look at where they got to today. Look at where we are with the iPhone and the iPad and the great technologies that they've developed. One company argued that Jobs hadn't even graduated, not knowing that they had just dismissed the future CEO and co-founder of Apple Inc. Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, also on the screen here, highlighted the fact that he had offered his original design of the Apple I computer to his former employee, HP, not once, not twice, but five times and he was turned down each time. Now imagine if that turndown acted to humiliate him and cause him to withdraw into his shell. We wouldn't be where we are today with Apple, would we? So all of these are examples, my friends, of why you should not allow self-limiting beliefs, shutdowns by other people to rule your life or to rule your thinking. Let's talk about how to take productive action. Stop doing only those things you've done before and start doing only those things you could and should do. Stop doing what is expected and start doing what is unexpected. Number three, stop doing important things occasionally and start doing important things daily. It's a change in mindset. Doing the things you should be doing, doing them beyond anyone else's expectations and doing it daily, that is the key to expanding your capacity in ways even you cannot yet imagine. My question to you is, will you awaken the inner leader in you to blow the lid of those limiting beliefs? Will you say the limits are off? They no longer serve me. What if your power to break through the invisible boundary of unbelief is directly connected to your willingness to take action. You must be willing, my friend, to take action, to blow the lid off your potential and get to the next level. Whether you have a big project, a big idea, or big promotion, or big goal you want to accomplish, I want you to know you can do it. I believe in you. I'm your coach. I'm your friend. I'm your mentor. But I want you to know I believe in you. Many of you have trained and coached to be project management professionals. I truly do believe you have the power to take action and elevate your thinking so you can achieve more than you ever thought was possible. I like a quote from Michael Jordan. He says, I have missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I have lost almost 300 games 26 times. I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. That quote should be a signal to you to double down on your efforts, my friends. Don't give up. Expand in your thought of yourself. Change the way you see yourself. John wrote a book called The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. 
And in this book, he states, growth always increases your capacity. The fact that you're here today with me learning, expanding, and growing, it tells me the future is bright. John covers two areas where leaders must increase their capacity, and they're as follows. One is thinking, and two is what a lot of people have trouble with, action. Perhaps the greatest challenge for leaders in the information age is that of expanding their minds. When you open up your thinking, it's as if you're crossing into a great wilderness. You must be able to blaze the trail into uncharted territory to face the unknown and to conquer your fears and doubts. The reward is that if you can upgrade your thinking, you can improve your life. I'm going to leave you with these four ways to increase your thinking and expand as shared by my friend John C. Maxwell. And John says, one, God yourself talk. What are you saying to yourself about yourself, about your potential? Whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, you have a running conversation with yourself all the time. What is the nature of your conversation with yourself? I just had one with myself today. Do you encourage yourself or do you criticize yourself? If you're positive, then you help to create a positive self-image for yourself. If you're negative, then you're undermining your net worth, your self-worth. Where does negative critical self-talk come from? Usually from upbringing, it's what we hear people say about us. In their book, The Answer, the businessmen John Asaraf and Murray Smith talk about the negative messages children receive growing up. They write, by the time you're 17 years old, you've heard, no, you can't, an average of 150,000 times. You've heard, yes, you can, 5,000 times. That's 30 no's for every yes, just like jobs and was. Can you imagine that? So creating a powerful belief of I can't is what a lot of kids grow up to know. No wonder a lot of us believe we cannot. There's a lot to overcome. If you want to change our lives, we have to change the way we think about ourselves. Number two, stop comparing yourself to others. Has anyone been guilty of that? Like I have just today, I had to self-correct myself to stop comparing myself to others. When I started my career, I looked forward to my organization's report about me, which showed statistics growing. Now, the thing you typically do in any organization looking at a report is compare yourself to those next to you. But I want to let you know that is a harmful mindset to compare yourself in such a way that you diminish your intellect and abilities by comparing yourself to the other person. Many of us fall into that trap. We feel discouraged. We perceive ourselves as being less than ideal. That is not good for you, and it will not help you grow. It is important that the only person you compare yourself to is the best version of you. So your mission is to become better today than you were yesterday. And you do that by focusing on what you can do to improve and grow. Do that enough, and if you look back and compare the you of weeks and months and years ago to the you of today, you should be greatly encouraged by your progress. Number three, John says, move beyond your limiting beliefs. 
How do you move beyond your limiting beliefs? I gave you a few reminders a little bit ago. To move beyond your self-limiting beliefs, do these things. Instead of thinking more work, think what works. Rather than thinking, can I? Start thinking, how can I? And lastly, don't think one door or one way. Start thinking many doors, many ways. Don't box yourself in. Last but not least, John says, add value to others. And this has always been John's mantra. When you grow others, you're growing yourself. Zig Ziglar says, if you give people what they want, they will help you get what you want. Add value. Add value because people with low esteem often see themselves as inadequate or feel like victims. They focus on themselves. They become self-protective. They become selfish because they feel that they need to be that way to survive. Well, if that's you, you can combat those feelings by serving others and working to add value to them. Make a difference, even a small one in the lives of others. It lifts one's self-esteem. It's hard to feel bad about yourself when you're doing something good for something else. In addition to that, value we add to others helps them to value you more. Remember when we learned the five levels of leadership? When you get to level four, the people contribution level, where you add value to people, it just gets you further and further ahead, more inroads in the company, in the firm, and among people who you know. I like the closing quote that John and his team have put in here, and it reads, don't tell me the sky is the limit when there are footprints on the moon. My friend, there are footprints on the moon. No matter how wild your ideas might sound, no matter how far out they may seem, I want you to believe in yourself.